0: Yeah, we ready right now it's about time Ooh. i know it's about time it's about time.
1: it's about time welcome 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 back to a second episode of command time featuring kip and dt Bringing you updates from this past weekend against the Denver Broncos and this upcoming matchup this Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. You ready, DT? I'm
0: excited. I cannot wait for this matchup coming this Sunday.
1: So first things first, this team got a little bit of history. We want to. We're two and zero oh for the first time in a long time. What's the excitement as a fan right now about what's going on on the field instead of being everything that we used to focus on off the field? Do you see the energy on the field? What's the biggest I, difference I, as a fan?
0: You know, Kayla, the the energy is extremely night and day from years past. And you know, we talk all the time about this summer the biggest change so far with ownership, fan base coming back, but now it's it's starting to leak onto the football field. Um these players are are motivated, they're excited and we're we're seeing that on the field. 2 and 0 for the first time since 2011.
1: 2011
0: That's yeah. what Rex oh, Grossman wow. was the starting quarterback. So, oh, wow. um it's it's exciting, man. Like we're winning games that we're supposed to win. Now, of course, the Denver game, we we're, we're going to get to that. It was a roller coaster. Uh we saw the good very I'm
1: so every every hope seems like no matter the culture, there's always gonna be a slow start with this team. Gotta love it though.
0: Yeah, gotta love it. But the 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 energy this year is so it's so different from years past, man. Like I don't think people understand
1: you can look the on the sidelines and tell. Like well, even when we went down last week, when we get into that game, you can tell the energy on the sidelines was different. Those players weren't defeated. Like they were still all in. Like in the past, they would have had like multiple penalties to set them back. You can see the frowns on the sidelines, coaching staff looking like they don't care. You don't see that. That makes a difference.
0: Yeah, like the the confidence leading to the coaching staff as well. Like we were down so many points, yet we were able to overcome that. Um, that's something you want to see, and. It's 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 infectious. I would say it's very infectious across the board from the offense to the defense, special teams, and yo, like I'm just I'm just very excited for what's to come this Sunday.
1: I am as well. So before we get into what's go- happened going on this Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, we're gonna go ahead and talk about what happened last week against the Denver Broncos. We won thirty 35- five. Thirty-five to thirty-three, close game. It and definitely, it did very, very interesting. We're going to get into that as well. So, how? What were your initial thoughts of the game?
0: My initial thoughts of the game was, it's three-letter word. Wow. That's that's really all I can say because if if you had told me now, Kayla. Last year, around week two of this time, was Carson Wentz' first start on the road as a commander against the Detroit Lions, and we were down by, what, 18 points to the Lions? Like, everything was just so dysfunctional. The team wasn't prepared. Off of the line couldn't protect Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz couldn't protect himself. Fair, and very weak. You 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 come back in the game a little bit, but you, you falter. This game was a complete flip from that game last year, where they they actually finish what they were supposed to start. And the the, the turning point in the game, that was something very big. And we saw the key players that we invested our time and we addressed it in the draft free agency. They all came up to make plays for a a regime that is getting a lot of looks with new ownership um, hovering over their head in this era. And to win the game like that, of course, it it was pretty scary at the end. But all those players that we have invested our time in to understand and study to critique and things of that nature. All of them contributed to a win. And that's, that's where I could get from just completely wowed by all the players.
1: Just like Eb said, he don't care about no other alphabet except the letter W, which is a win. We fought, (laughs) they definitely drug themselves across that field. And they finished. Like, my initial thoughts of a game just – honestly, I was just extremely happy. Like, we honestly found ourselves – I believe – I'm saying it early, three games, and I don't care. I honestly believe we found ourselves a nice NFL quarterback of the future. Kid is young. He's grown each game. he stepped on the field. Even though he knows what he needs to work on, he admits what he needs to work on, and he works on those things. And he is a very – good leader at a young age for a quarterback and to be down you have to be poised you gotta you gotta take command of the huddle he's also a captain like it's a lot that goes into that as well but just for the positives of the game like our defense that first quarter offense defense and special teams started off poorly they wasn't executing they was letting wide receivers go past them busted coverages um, a few, those are a few plays that were just like terrible, like communication on the back end of the defense and the secondary. Other than that, those few splash plays, the defense held up. They started, as soon as they started generating pressures, they did not stop. It was just like, if it was, if it wasn't pain, it was, it, it was definitely sweat. If it wasn't sweat, it was chase in there being disruptive. Even though he wasn't getting sacks, he got a sack and a half. That's great. That's just great. Like I'm so happy for Chase. Like everybody tore that man down because he got hurt. Like everybody gets hurt in the NFL. You can't control that. Like, you can't call nobody soft for being hurt. Like nobody says wishes to hurt on another player. Like that's just crazy. But I I'm just happy for Chase. He just he continues to build off of that. He will get his back one in in due time. But it was just a good game. Just at the end. They could have ex- executed that Hail Mary way better instead of trying to go for the ball. They should have all yeah, just what batted it down. They should have batted it down. Be but what, like, is, what are some breakout players from this past weekend?
0: Man, shoot. I think the obvious one, you know, I'm not going to say Sam yet. He played a good game. but I, I feel like. There's still more to come from him. I would say the breakout game definitely uh, Brian Robinson offensively and defensively. I gotta say Chase Young. Chase Young showed us what he looked like in 2020. And a lot of the key plays that happened that turned the tide in the game.
1: Well, it's because he of Chase. Was-
0: involved, and and people don't people don't realize that everybody thinks well you know he he only has like one and a half sack but it's it's also the pressure that he's causing him pressuring russell wilson that makes him leave out the pocket less Jamin davis makes that play it causes a fumble him getting in front of the face of um Russell Wilson almost made a, a near interception by Derek Forrest, which he should have caught. Him doing that exactly the same two plays later gives Emmanuel Forbes his first interception of the year. This is This is what we expected from a healthy defense when Chase Young is on the field. He impacts the game, and he gives other players around him opportunities to make to plays. And not only he made plays, Montez Sweat made plays. Deron Payne literally stopped the whole drive by himself. And even though Jonathan Allen was, was pretty quiet, he still caused pressure. So the sky's the limit with the talent of the defense. And now we just need the defense overall to have really a complete game and off offense a complete game. I still think we haven't had that yet. You know, week one, it was still trying to iron some things out. Defense was there, but, you know, they kind of gave up some trick plays, which expected from Arizona. But the first half for the Denver game, it, it gave us PDSD. Okay. Right? It's, it's no lie yeah, about it. So. it. It was a PDSD type of game, 21-3. You're giving up deep balls to Russell Wilson. We're kind of making Russell Wilson look like, oh, my God, Russell Wilson is back to his early days as a Seahawk. But the Jamin Davis play – Completely changed the scope of the game. And we went on a 32-13 to run to beat the Denver Broncos.
1: Yes. And another thing I want to say about that game, offensive line, they did play a little bit better than week one to me. Tackles still need a little bit of work. But I'm actually proud of that group. They're actually holding up. They're actually playing with heart. Sadiq Charles has grown. He's definitely athletic. I'm so happy he's actually healthy this season. Cosme is going to be end up being all pro soon. Like, I'm, I'm happy how that group is starting to come together. Um, and we actually got some a little bit of depth behind, especially the guard positions that can come in. Strongsburg got in last week when Cosme got nicked up, he played solid as well. Chris Paul, you know, he'll be solid as well if he comes in. But I'm just, I'm just happy for that group just to grow together. I actually, Because usually years past, our office of line all throughout the whole summer, one to two to three people are hurt. Like, it was like a year-in, year-out thing. No NFL team can win if your office of line is playing hip-hop shuffle um, with injuries. Like, that's terrible for any team. So I'm happy. I hope that they continue to do the same regimen. And like I'm just, I just hope they continue to grow to be one. I'm not saying the best unit in the NFL because I don't think that's they're they're close. To that at least middle of the pack, but not closer to the bottom in the NFL. Like that's what I would like to see from them. But a breakout player for me this game on offense, I'm gonna go ahead and say a sneaky one. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say John Bates. They did allow him to get the ball a few catches. He had some good plays. He's usually not a threat in the passing game with Logan going down. It's good to see that he can become a passing threat because he's already a solid blocking tight end. And then I said Gibson was going to have a break, a uh, um, better game, and that's what exactly that what he did. He was actually used how Gibson should be used every single week. Like they need to continuously let him use the spring and screens, open field. He cannot run up the field. Like, in between the tackles, things to that sort in the middle. That's not the type of back he is. Let him eat on the outsides. Let him catch screen passes and run. Let him eat that way. Let him make his money. Because the running back is already hard enough. Like, you're going to put him in a position to fail, which makes it even harder. So, let him eat and get his money how he should. Um, On defense, you said Chase. I'm going to go ahead and say his buddy Montez. He also had a solid game. And at the end, getting that sack last year, I got with him a lot because he was not finishing this season. That man, once he is, he is finishing. He's getting to the quarterback and actually sacking them, which is actually amazing. He's using that athleticism to the way I thought he should have been using it because he's already a monster. So I'm just I'm liking his growth as well. And you can see him and Chase got this bond on that field that just put a smile on my face. I'm just ready for them to continue to feast and also the depth pieces to continue to grow behind them as well.
0: Interesting thing you said about the offensive line. Um I think it's um I think the offensive line has came out better than what the national fan base has expected. Um if I'm not mistaken, they had our offensive line ranked 11th. And that's typically where we were the first couple of years when Ron got here. So well, under
1: Bill Callahan, right? Before he left,
0: nah, um, nah The, the that last
1: befo- that was before oh, oh, but, um, Bill. They did have a solid year with Bill too.
0: Yeah, but I don't, I don't care about Bill. I'm talking about when Ron was here. Um, they were ranked tenth, I think, two years back to back. Then last year was the big drop off. We're we're, we're kind of teetering back. Offensive line-wise, um, I think Trevor Warden has done a great job. Um, also, give props to Juan Castillo with the run game. I think there's still some things we need to work on the run game-wise, but so far, so good. Um, the interior O-line is the strength of this team. Um, I mean, in terms of offensive line-wise. Uh, Cosby, uh, Nick Gates, and Sadiq, they are the strength and what makes the O-line go. We, we already know what we have in the tackles. I mean, Leno is still solid, but, you know, he's going to give up plays then and there, and the same could be said for Wiley. So I'm really putting my trust in EB, and which I already have, to mass up some of the things that, you know, don't lead him on islands as much as he did when he was with Kansas City because we saw um, last week, you know. They were chipping a little one. bit
1: more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a little bit more chips. Um, we know Leno's strength. He he's better with power rushers than speed rushers. Uh, Wiley, he you know the tackles is what it is until we can improve it. But for now, the offensive line is solid. I think the one key element to help the offensive line as well is you know still Sam going through get his get progression ball. and getting rid of the ball. Like you you can see some of the plays. You know, um, there was one instance where uh, it was, a sh- I wouldn't say a shot play, but if Sam was a vet, like a Patrick Mahomes or a Joe Burrow, he would hit Jahan Dotson on that crosser with anticipation. But because, you know, he's not there right now, but he's getting there, he, he holds the ball a little bit longer and he takes a bad sack. But Overall, I'm, I'm really impressed with the offensive line. I do think we could be better a little bit run wise, but I think that's more of a a philosophy thing. I think EB wants to use the pass to set up the run, which I really don't have a problem with. You know, EB's the guy running the offense. So I'm putting my trust in EB.
1: And a few, another thing I want to point out from last week's game that in the past wasn't done right, and I'm going to give Ron a little bit of credit as a game manager. Timeouts was used smartly, and then also those fourth down plays. We in the past we probably would have punted the ball away. Those small things makes the difference. Being smart with your timeouts, not challenging a bad challenge to lose timeouts. It's just the small things that help the total outcome of the victory.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we we kind of had this debate. Um, I think it was a Well, I haven't really been in space, but the only thing I probably had a problem with was probably the field goal, but I understand you're trying to get points, but I also felt like um, with the defense, how fast and how strong they are coming out the second half, you could have pinned River back at the 10 or 15 and get another stop. You know, can't really complain so much. A win's a win, but um, I have been uh, oppressed with Ron's decision making so far. Throughout the first two weeks
1: of the season. Okay, so we got the good out the way. So let's talk some things we need to improve on heading into Buffalo. And what are some players that disappointed you? No, let's start. Who disappointed you last week in Denver? Who needs to step up this week in Buffalo?
0: Um, I'm going on offense and one
1: on defense.
0: One on offense. Oh, um really nobody on offense disappointed me. Okay. Like I feel like I know where I'm at with my tackles and my my guard and center play. Like I think my old line is solid. The wide receivers did good. Um I mean the only critique I would say and this is not really a player, this is just overall like we got to start shooting. We have to stop shooting ourselves in the foot. Like, we we can drive on people. The, the problem is when we have a bad penalty or Sam takes a bad sack or, you know, like those things like that can mess up a, a good drive where we're in field goal range, but you're not out of field goal range because of your incompetence. So that's really the one thing for offense. Defense. It's, it's really just starting fast. And I think – I still believe our secondary is strong. But I also see that teams are not scared to throw the deep ball against us. So I do want – I do want, like – I don't want a lot of rotation, really, with the safeties as much. I know they, they love Percy and stuff, but I would much rather keep your two guys that have a better chemistry. Um, on the field, because giving up almost 150 yards to a rookie wide receiver is is, is kind of egregious.
1: That's also true. But I, did, other than last week, I've seen Percy's growth. He's still young. This is still his second year, also. So he's a rookie. Percy's a sophomore. But, like, that's still unacceptable. You can't keep doing that every week. Um, so I do think he will get better. And also, Defoe did not have the cleanest game last week at all. i, I got to be honest. He needs to start catching some of these interceptions. And he still needs to communicate a little bit better on the back end. Just a little bit better. But he's going to bounce back. And Forbes, he's going to have his ups and downs. He's a rookie. You, you expect him to get beat every once in a while. But other than that, Forbes is actually playing solid to me.
0: Yeah, um, I also want to point out, I know it's it's two games in and he's new to the defense, but...
1: I was about to go there. I was about to
0: go there. Cody the, Barden. The, the Cody Barden signing, I still think he's a solid player, but where he's at in the defense, even though he is the play caller... He's instantly a liability in the defense. Like they they were picking on him all game with crossing routes. Um, they were checking the ball down. He's one on one. Locked
1: off the play out of the play.
0: Yeah, like so far, it's not looking good for Barden. At um, least,
1: at, le- at least he did, um, you know, pick up that fumble and did at least one sack. Uh, well, pr- quarterback pressure, and he did get, pick up that fumble, which I like, changed the whole momentum. Yeah, but at least – I said at
0: least. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. I feel like for some reason, looking back at the past two games, he plays better in the second half, a little bit better than the first half. Because in the second half of the Denver game, it looked like everything was starting to click. He started to know where the runs were going. Uh, he's attacking the run, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of people are calling for Kalik Hudson, and I like Kalik, but it's, it's a reason why they, they paid this guy. Like, they, they saw something in him to, to give him the mic responsibilities. And, you know, things could backfire, but as of right now, it's not looking good with the Barton thing. Obviously, Jamin is looking like
1: the best linebacker on the team. That's definitely true as well. So we're going to go ahead and wrap things up with this Denver game and move forward to Buffalo. We play Buffalo on Sunday at 1 o'clock at FedEx Field. It's supposed to actually be a sloppy game. Hopefully the weather holds out. It's supposed to be a rainy, windy day at FedEx Field and Landover. Just hoping the players stay healthy. Um, what are your initial thoughts of this game that we're about to play against Buffalo?
0: I've been hearing obviously a lot from the staff, and you know, talking about this is a measuring stick game. I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's okay to be humble, but I feel like the measuring stick stuff needs to stop. I feel like. I feel like we should know what this team have against certain teams like we we beaten some good teams in the past. We remember just remember that been... it was
1: like a few years back was the run we beat when Brady was still good, we beat him, we beat Russ when he was still in his prime. It was like a stretch we were just playing against good teams and just balling out. And then against the bad teams we were just like laying eggs. Yeah, we're, we're, we're
0: we haven't been consistent in that area. So and I know a lot of bills been hearing a lot of Bills talk this week. Um, they're they're looking past us. Um they, they they're still seeing us as a the team they played in 2021. But
1: let I have to tell uh,
0: you and, nothing, is, and one ahead. thing
1: about the Bills fans, what are they what they're saying is they're they're trying to be a measure thing, but people kept saying, Oh, Cortland Sutton, and Denver has some good, good defense. They're not no scrubs out there, they still got a good safe, they got some good safeties, even though I think Kareem Jackson that was a dirty, dirty hit. Um, those hits should not be – should be, like, ejected and at least suspended the game for. But, um, yeah, they – uh, but, like, they also be talking about, like, how us, a measuring stick, but they played against the Raiders, whose defense is terrible. So how are you going to say – but y'all played a good, against a good defense and y'all look terrible. So how are you going to say that about us when we play a mediocre team and a bad team? But y'all played a bad, a terrible defense, and Devonte Adams also got hurt early in that game, so that 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 hurt the offense as well. So if y'all want to say that about us in a measuring stick, I know y'all got Josh Allen, y'all got all that. That's perfectly fine, but you gotta be honest on both ends of the stick of the stick. Do you agree? Um.
0: Uh, yeah. Like. But with them, the only team they really played with a lot of substance was the Jets, but you you basically let the Jets beat you because they had Zach Wilson, at quarterback. Like, and I'm not discrediting the Bills, because the Bills are still a talented team. They're still one of the top teams in the AFC, but... This The team that they're about to play this Sunday is not the team that they face in 2021. Uh, this team is a little bit more mature. Remember the questions about when Ron was questioning the maturity of the team, especially the defensive line. I think all those things will be put to bed this come Sunday. I think this team is going to be a little bit more disciplined. We're a little bit better on the back end than what they've seen Um You know, and just gotta
1: hold on to those balls because we've been getting a lot of we we hurt ourselves the first time we played them. The first time we played
0: them, we hurt ourselves.
1: Yep.
0: Way better quarterback play, (laughs) way better quarterback play, way better play, caller.
1: So we're gonna go ahead and dive into this matchup on offense. How do you see us faring against the Buffalo defense? Who are some key players on Buffalo? Do you think that you got to look out for? Who offense got to take advantage of this game?
0: Well, the, the the good thing about facing the Bills, and if we're looking at the past three opponent, past two opponents we have played, all these teams EB has played last year when he was with Kansas City, so he already has a sense of playing with the Bills. A lot of times, knowing how to attack them and get after their defense. Um, the only difference is he's not going to have Pat Mahomes and he's not going to have Travis Kelsey. So this is a completely new offense in terms of the personnel, but it's going to be a, it's a good personnel around the quarterback that he has. Um, Buffalo they do have a, a a great defense. Uh defensive line is too deep, even though they are missing Von Miller. Um, they they shut down the run defense. I mean last week. Uh, I think Josh, they only had like negative one yard. Negative rushing. two
1: yards. Yep, negative two but,
0: yards. But I also, I, if I'll add context, I also think the Raiders' offensive of line is below average, if I'm so? being completely honest. And I think our offensive line, as of right now, it's, it's better than he has passed. It's average, but it's way better than what... They're going to be playing on Sunday. And I know people kind of questioning the run efforts in the first half. Um, look, every week's going to be different. Um, you know, EB is going to attack how he's going to attack. And I'm putting my trust in him. Um, he's played the Bills multiple times in the regular season and in the postseason. Um, we have the personnel to attack them. Um, they do have a great safety room with Poyer, and um, their secondary wow. is Definitely good, Hyde, uh, Tredeus White, um, Biff Bedford, Uh It's a it's a good secondary. It's a great test for our offense, man. Excited um, so to see. You know, I feel like they're going to bring a little bit more pressure to test to test how long Sam's going to hold the ball. But if we do what we've been doing and probably um, add some new wrinkles against the Bills, I think we're going to be
1: okay. Okay, so two things. One, depending on the weather, that's how I think the game is going to go. But a few pieces on their defense. Uh, some players on offense that actually think I need to have, have a good game would be Cole Turner. because They use their tight ends well in Buffalo. Both Kincaid is actually um, doing better than Knox early on. He's actually been, been very surprising in that offense. It's like a security blanket to Josh. So I would like to see how we cover it up against those tight ends that they have. And of course, Stephon Diggs is primed to beat, like to have a good game almost every week. So, nothing really can do about that other than to limit the touchdowns that he has. Um, I do think our secondary can hold up against Gabe Davis. They do also got another young receiver, Sh- uh, Shakir. He's a little bit shifty. And we just got to stop the run. And I think that if we stop the run, and we stop the run, and put a little bit pressure on Allen to cause him to make a few mistakes. I think we end up making one in this game. But we do need to have to get Cole Turner involved. We do have to use the run a little bit more throughout the whole game instead of just, like, through two quarters. Those are some keys. But they do – one player we cannot allow to affect this game is Matt Milano. He is a dog at linebacker, a true dog. He is everywhere. He gets interceptions. He can tackle. And I also want to see Jahan get a little bit more involved this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think for me, what I see with their offense is obviously Stephon Diggs is going to get his. And I don't think they're going to have someone travel with him. I think they're going to play the defense that we're going to be playing anyway. zone The zone defense, try to keep everything up front. But I feel like really the key X factor to me in this game is going to be um, James Cook um, against our linebackers and how they run to the edge. If, if our defensive ends can play up to – Play up to what they can do, and shut the edge out and keep everything inside. I think that's one way we can win the game, because I feel I think James Cook he's going to be more of an outside runner and try to run to the edges, and against our linebackers, especially if uh, Barden can't get to the edge fast enough. So I I'm thinking we're going to see a little bit more of the five man front this week. Um, thinking about uh, Duron Payne, uh, Allen. Ridgeway at the nose tackle, and Chase and Montez Sweat at the ends to contain. Um, also, another thing is, you know, even with Stephon Day going to get his, I'm not really. I think I think Day is is OK, but he's not really something that's like, oh, my God, like he, he he's going to get. I feel like he's going to get his, too, but. He's He reminds me a lot of diami a little bit, like you know like the deep thread uh getting downfield, but not really consistent with the hands and Shakur, from what I heard in the spaces is you know they want a lot of them want him to play a lot, but he hasn't been consistent as well from what I heard, so I think Kincaid could have a big game as well um. You know this could be We
1: contain those we have to contain those tight ends early yeah this is why yeah. I, I want to see cam curl get an intercept or step up against uh, um in coverage against those tight ends because they're really good uh, I you, think they could be more effective in this game than Gabe Davis
0: so my question to you is. If there's a way to beat this team, how would you beat them? And why?
1: Run the ball down their throats and just provide pressure first quarter, provide pressure second quarter, provide pressure third quarter, and provide pressure fourth quarter because I think Josh rattled J- Josh Allen can't get rattled if enough pressure is placed on him. He can all heat, but you gotta you gotta be aware of his ability to escape the pocket and run. Because he will run, that's why you gotta get to get to him early. You can't play with your food with him. You can't miss tackles. So we provide pressure all game, starting from that first quarter. I think we'll be fine in the offense. We just going not have to use the run throughout the whole game as well. Just like pressure all early, we need to run all throughout the whole game as well as pass and get. I think Cole Turner is gonna be a key in this game, though. He has to be.
0: So. I'm thinking I'm thinking like starting fast. I'm talking about throwing everything throwing the kitchen sink at their defense. I'm talking about like no huddle, finally really using the RPO game. Um the bubble screens, get the ball out of his hands quick, attack the edges, and then try to loosen up the middle. And if we can put um, just enough points, enough points around the the six or five minute mark heading into the third, into the fourth, I think we could try to grind the game out and and try to get the team healthy because for some reason the defensive line starts to pick up in the second half. And Deron
1: feel- spoke deron spoke a little about, about that this week. He said he's just intensity gets more and more throughout the game, he said for himself, "Going to okay. work on it."
0: But yeah, um I, I'm thinking we can get that type of game. We can pull out a victory.
1: Yeah, I think we. I think we're going to. I think we can win. I don't think it's going to be like no ten points. So I think we're going to win like by three. It's going to be a solid game, and I just hope we don't have too many penalties and a lot of players don't get hurt because it will be nasty out there. That's the thing I'm worried about the most, honestly. And they made the best coach win because they definitely got a good coach over there in Sean McDermott. Even though people say he's really not that great, he's brought them, just like Rivera has brought us from nothing to something, they've they won consistently in the regular season even though they may mishap in the playoffs. You got to look into context. Last year, I know they wasn't fully healthy going into that game. But in the past, like, I think Buffalo is still a contender in the NFL top five, for sure, in the NFL. So we can't sleep either. But I think our prior prior preparation prevents pissful performance, and I think this team is very much prepared.
0: Well... I would say our, our coaching staff is up there, too. I mean, to our team, that's what I was
1: talking about, our coaching staff.
0: Yeah, um, EB's adjustments and Del Real's adjustments in the second half were very key in the Week 2 comeback victory. Um, it's going to be wits against width come this game, and EB has gotten the team not only on offense but defense conditioned. To go against these teams like this, and we'll see on Sunday. I, I do agree with you. I, I do think it's going to be. If people think they're going to put forty on this, I definitely don't see them putting forty on this. No, I don't. I don't think
1: it's going to be a high scoring game. Most, At most, it 10. will
0: be ten points. They'll be a spot. At most, it will be us by ten points. Yeah, I think it's, it's not going to be as high scoring as people think. I
1: suppose, I think because of the weather, the defense is going to be more evolved in offense. Whoever has the most whoever has the most possessions, whoever makes the key stops, it's gonna come to the small things like that.
0: All right. So um you ready to do this um
1: prediction? Yep. So I think we win 27 24.
0: That is nasty because that's legit the same score I had. Now I have to change it up. So it's going to be raining this Sunday. Also, make sure everybody stays safe during this um, tropical storm. We know around this time every year during FL season, we see a lot of people lose their homes and lose key items, key people that were close to them during these times. And I'm just sending a prayer out for everybody, you know, stay safe during this um, – tropical storm slash hurricane season, because it's always kind of hit home for, you know, me dealing with hurricanes and stuff. Um, the weather is definitely going to have an impact on the game. And I do feel like, you know, when the, the last time I've seen the Bills play, and I know this was the playoffs, but when they played the Cincinnati Bengals, they got out of physical. I, I'm thinking that I expect the same type of effort and mentality from this team to go against the Buffalo Bills and out physical them and let them know that we're not to be played with. Um, this was the same energy applied when we practiced against the Baltimore Ravens. Everybody thought the Baltimore Ravens were gonna, you know, stomp us out and. Um, the joint practices, but and other, in the the cheat kind of turned left because we didn't back down and we actually outplayed them. So because of that, I got the Washington Commanders winning thirty four to twenty seven.
1: Oh, that's interesting. It was very interesting. Well, we have had a great show. Week three will be interesting. It already started with the fireworks. <laughs> we can go over the Giants game from yesterday, but it's really not so much talking to have being done about that game. The what Giants is there just got to be better.
0: The Giants, huh? the Giants are cooked. They are cooked.
1: Light toast. Light toast. Light toast. Um, you know, they just got to be better <laughs> all facets, starting from the coach to the quarterback. Um, to those <laughs> DBs. I said the MVP of their game last night was McFadden. Would you agree? He's the only one made plays. <laughs> so yeah. He was everywhere. He was everywhere. Oh, On that note, I hope you all have an amazing weekend. We'll be having a pregame show Sunday and Monday, a postgame show. Stay tuned to the FFSN Network. You'll follow me on Twitter, kpal0922. Um, and go, Commanders! Not your time, not their time, not her time, not their time, not the Eagles' time, not the Giants' time, not the Cowboys' time. It's command time. And how, how close is out, DT?
0: Yeah, you guys can follow me at D Cleveland Jr. Also, follow my podcast page, Darius Ricks, the Ins and Out the D podcast where I cover all NFL and a little bit on the Washington Commanders. But like I said, you know, we're not on y'all time. It's command time.
1: Be safe, everyone. Got me feeling so free.